Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Coming up later, we can get into some of the economic numbers, inflation numbers out there. Just a little bit of it. But I think it's interesting that analysts are already saying this means the Fed won't raise interest rates again. I just think that seems a little early to... Of course, they say all kinds of crap. You're not held to yeah. it, so what difference does it make? Right. Yeah. Uh, it's happening. It's finally happening. Here's a woman in a national pool final, as in shooting pool in England, who was paired in the final with a transgender person, a dude, and said, no, I'm not doing this. Walked away. Said, I'll take second place. I'm not dignifying this by participating. Huh, uh, more of the details to come. Do dudes have an inherent advantage in billiards like they do in I other sports? I knew you were going to ask that. I knew it because I asked that same question myself. Yes, huge advantage, and I'll uh, prove that to you coming up. Generally, being taller would help. Uh, yeah, yeah, among other things. Although I couldn't tell you what those things are. I only shoot pool when I've had a couple of drinks, and oh. I'm quite good. And then I have half another drink, and I can't make anything. There's a giant pro-Israeli rally happening in Washington, D.C. today. Um, Fox is saying there will be 100,000 people there. I don't know how they have any idea how many people will be there, but it'll be interesting to see how big it is. I hope there are no counter-protests and violence. That's what I I don't want to see. But uh, that's that's a fairly big deal today when you've had hundreds of thousands turning out pro... What do you want to say? Palestinian or Hamas? 
Mm, depends who you're talking about. Right. Either descriptor is accurate, depending on the people you're talking about. You know, I, I get what you're saying about no violence, and I certainly don't want anybody to get seriously injured or anything like that, like the poor Jewish man who was beaten down and killed by a college professor in Southern California, the guy who did the beating. That's right, a college professor. That's just shocking. Um, but there is part of me getting back again to whether it's Barry Weiss's recent speech for the Federalist Society that we've referenced uh, multiple times or James Lindsay's brilliant piece in London recently, um, his speech. There's part of me that thinks anything the radical Marxist left does to unmask itself is a good thing. Let's grow the awareness of how ugly and nihilist and dangerous they are. So, luckily, me rooting for one thing or another doesn't make it happen anyway. So, we'll just have to see what happens today. Well, speaking of the uh, the Islamist faction of the nihilists, Mike Lyons, when we were talking to him at the end of last week, said some really interesting, really fervent stuff. And, and we've wanted to get that back on. Um, I want to hear it again. Honestly, um, specifically on the topic of the dozens and dozens of attacks from Iran's proxies, which have gone virtually unanswered. Now, we've hit a weapons depot here and a supply something or other there, but uh, the United States continues to under underreact, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, let's I'd start. Say. Let's start with clip 31, Michael. This administration does not want to get to the point where us, we have to go after Iran for whatever reason. I, I think we know the reason because they, we do, they, this administration deep down thinks we can still all get along. And, 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 and Iran has control of these Shia militia groups within Syria and within, within Iraq and these places. And what do we do when they, they're, they're hurting our soldiers with TBIs and one died. And, and they're like, it's time to get them out of there. If we're not going to protect them, it's just time mm -hmm. to go. We're going, we're hitting logistical supply places back. We should be going after the people. And we're not going at it in any kind of proportionality. We should be disproportional. We should be going after multiple strikes. So I, I don't get it. And, 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 and if, again, if I was a, if I'm a parent of a, of a soldier that's in that place, I'm, oh. I'm like, get my son or daughter out of there. It's like enough's enough. Now, ABC News's version last night is our, when we hit back, we killed six either Iranian or Iranian proxies, which I hope is true. But most, it was probably an accident because we're mostly hitting unmanned facilities or making sure there's nobody there before we hit them for some reason. They're yeah, I know the kill. first one, yeah. They're we waited till nighttime. They're specifically trying to kill our soldiers. We specifically don't try to harm them for some reason. I think it is notable that uh, Mike, a decorated military veteran uh, from a military family who served in that very part of the world, said, if I had a son there now, I'd be saying, get him out if you're not going to protect him. Yeah. That is, he's, he's not speaking from a position of armchair quarterbackery. Next clip, Michael. The scourge of terrorism that exists in the world, it, it, it's a cloud that hangs over our head. It's been hanging over our head for 20-something years, really since 9-11. Um, and, and the Arab nations have got to recognize that uh, you know they could help solve the problem. You know we have a combating terrorism center at West Point. We, we've devoted so many resources to trying to figure out how to do this, and it just it just has to get back to plain old power. It just has to get back to you know what we're going to eliminate the scourge from the earth, whether it's one Hamas guy at a time. Then go ahead, play that final one. 
Barack Obama, listening to him say, oh, we're going to create a whole new generation of terrorists. Well, guess what? If we sit there and do nothing, we're going to do the same thing. So we've got to do something. And, and, I, and again, I choose to fight. There's a time to fight right now, and that's what Israel's doing. So, so good for them. Yeah, well, that was the same speech that Bill Maher referenced on Friday in his HBO show where he said, I've rarely been disappointed in Barack Obama, but his moral equivalency on the whole Hamas-Israel thing was too much. Yeah. Yeah. This is such a turning point for American society. I hope, I hope it is anyway. Yeah, I hope it is. So, Barry Weiss in her speech, again, we have it linked. You should check it out. I really think it's one of the best things that's happened in terms of standing up to this stuff and uh, maybe ever. Um, but she she wraps up by saying that we're the last line of defense on all this stuff. And a lot of us have been keeping our mouths shut for quite a few years about a lot of these different issues because we're being polite or we just think, you know, you're a bunch of crazy young people or whatever, your college professors, whatever, we'll keep our mouth shut. And we got to stop. That, 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 that's got to end. We all got to speak up and say, no, that's insane. That's ridiculous. Okay, she used a couple of uh, like clear-cut examples of, for instance, I didn't know this, but in most places, it's against the law to protest with your face covered. It mm-hmm. goes back to the Ku Klux Klan. It's so you wouldn't have, you know, a bunch of uh, cops and city officials in some of your southern towns with their face covered protesting in the street. You're not allowed to. But, but we're allowing it for a lot of your Palest- up with Palestine, up with Hamas protesters for some reason. All kinds of places, they're, they're face covered. So no more of that. You don't get to cover your face and do that. And also, no more double standards on the whole, uh, the way you treat people on college campuses. You don't get to have a rule for certain groups of people where they uh, 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 words are violence and uh, that person was harmed because you misgendered them, but then turned a blind eye to actual physical violence if some right. little Jewish kid's getting pushed around in the quad. As I've been saying for a very long time, all of that crap they spout, those faux moralistic arguments about, uh, you know, words or violence or you've, you've made me feel unsafe or misgendering is a blah, blah, blah. All of that stuff is not about morality. It's not even about good manners. It's about power. If they can silence you, if they can tell you what you can and cannot say, they have seized power from you. Wake up to that. I think more and more people are. And this is not a minor threat. Again, 300,000 people in London over the weekend protesting. That's a movement. You know, if I had a time machine, a frequent uh, discussion here on the Armstrong and Getty Show, uh, I might go back. I'm not sure how far... No, it wouldn't do any good. I was going to say, and uh, make the point as loudly as I could, you know, Western world, importing millions of people who hate the very principles that guide you is probably going to be corrosive sooner or later. Probably a bad idea. The time machine discussion. So our our friend Tim the lawyer, Tim Sandifer, the other day on his uh, Twitter feed said if he had a time machine, he'd go back to when the... There were herds of millions of bison on the the the, the plains of America. That's that's okay. what he would choose. That's a pretty good choice for a time machine. And, and do what? Skin them and sell their coats? <laughs> Ride them? No, witness what? it, see it, observe. He just it. wants to watch a bunch of buffaloes run around. Where the yeah. where the buffalo roam? You don't want to go talk to James Madison about the Constitution? The buffalo. Okay, so you see that as a not a good use of a time machine. I'd skin them, sell their meat, 
That's what I'd do. What's yours? I don't know. I got a bunch of them. Depends on my mood. Okay, pick one. Go hang out with Jesus. You I have some questions. You don't speak his language. See, that's the pro- so many problems with the whole time machine gambit. Google Translate, dumb dumb. <laughs> You're gonna freak him out. You hold your iPhone to his ear. I thought I could perform miracles. What the hell is that? <laughs> Never mind me. I'm gonna worship you. No, no. Everybody's got these things in the future. Everybody. Children. You're here from the future. Oh shoot! I wasn't supposed to say that. <laughs> And you ruined it all. Right. Maybe you're better off watching Buffalo. Jesus punches me in the face. (laughs) Get away from me. You're freaking me out. Henry and I have been so into dinosaurs lately, um, watching various videos and that sort of stuff, and going to the museum is just, ah, boy, going to a period of time where you could witness those things walking around, but you might get at, like, in the first 30 seconds is the problem. I'd hate to get killed violently, like, the moment I show up wherever I show up in my time machine. But that'd be a heck of a thing to see. Yeah, yeah. That Well, yeah. Sure, animals the size of buildings, you know, stomping about, sure. I'd have to think about it. If you, if I had to make one choice, you got to let me uh, noodle this through for a while. Okay. But you think, just for the record, since Tim's probably listening at some point, the whole buffalo thing is dumb. <laughs> yes, clearly. <laughs> Well, and it just occurred to me that uh, Google Translate wouldn't work because there's no internet. So <laughs> I'm not sure I it just does. Keep, that's weird. I'm not getting a signal. I would say in ancient Jerusalem. I'm not sure it does ancient Aramaic or some, I don't even know what they spoke. But I think Aramaic. Okay, but uh, I could be wrong. All right. Uh, where would you? If you had a time machine, what would you do? That text line four one five two nine five KFTC and more on the way. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, 
your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The Armstrong and Getty Show. What are you prepared to do? I'm invincible. Your powers only make me stronger. So you can't be matched. Can't be controlled. You know, I'm asking for one last fight. All right. Um, you know, it's funny. I had a uh, uh, an emotional reaction to that. Of course, I knew what it was. You're, you're listening in your car or wherever you thought, what the hell is that? That's the trailer to the new Marvel Universe movie called The Marvels. And because I've watched a bunch of those with my kids, my emotional reaction was just like, all right, enough. The music, the drama, the whatever. And I think that Mine is, too. I think that is the reaction. That seems to be the reaction of people. The Marvels movie bombed at the box office over the weekend. Lowest grossing opening weekend in the 15 years of the series since the original Iron Man came out. And there have been a lot of movies. And this one made $47 million in the U.S. and under $100 million worldwide, which is a nothing in the modern world. Now, uh, you've got the fatigue problem because, as it says here, um, they're talking to a bunch of people in the industry and that's anything. Are we finally tired of superheroes uh, somebody writes in Forbes. Yeah, it's it's possible that you know West cowboy movies came and went, and and gangster dramas and musicals and you know things have a shelf life and and fashions change and tastes change or you just get full of it at, at a certain point. It doesn't have to be any grand sweeping narrative. Other than I've seen enough of those, right? Well, yeah, I think that's great analysis. You know, it's funny. I had a similar emotional reaction, but the other emotion I had going was I'm reminded of um, I saw a video game ad that really bothered me a few years ago. It was plainly uh, pitched to young men. It was a military type game game might have been Call of Duty or one of those. Um, And the tagline was be a hero. I'm like, yeah, you're sitting on your couch playing a video game. You're not a damn hero. You're, you're, if there's one thing you're absolutely not, it's a hero. And it was just sad. And it spoke to me of how so many of our particularly young men are disengaged from actual life. So they're drawn to this portrayal of like super achieving life. And they feel like they're part of that, but they're really not part of anything. You know, on that topic, I'll get back to the Marvels movie in a second. On that topic, you know who plays a lot of video games like it's their only hobby? They play so many hours of video games. Hmm. The world's richest man, Elon Musk, mm. plays video games constantly. Yeah. He is uh, apparently, I didn't know this until I was listening to a podcast here, he's a world-class video game player. There's one particular video game. He was the one of the best in the world at it for a while. One of, one of the very first e-tournaments ever. He finished second because his partner's computer crashed or they would have finished. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, made me think, you know, maybe it's just more of an outlet 
Maybe I shouldn't be as worried about it with my kids oh, as I am. But Yeah, I think it's the same measure as anything else. What else are you doing? Uh, but anyway, back y- to... You see what I mean, right? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah. yeah, I was talking to my son about opportunity cost. I was explaining the whole concept of opportunity cost to him the other day. Um, uh, the Marvel's movie that flopped, uh, is it just because people are tired of these movies? I think so. But, of course, a headline had to come out of the Washington Examiner. Marvel's movie bombs after anti-woke backlash. They've got to tie every movie failing into it being too woke. And then you, and in this particular case, they pick things that... It doesn't sound woke to me. It just sounds like a plot point. I just, I don't know. I think the Barbie thing was way overplayed, so whatever. But anyway, this we watched the first one of these with Miss Captain America or whatever her name is in the movie. My kids hated it. We, we didn't make it 15 minutes in. They just hated it. And it, I didn't set them up to hate it. They just didn't like it. They just didn't like the, the cutesy female superhero. And, you know, is that misogynist or hateful or whatever? Anyway, so the girl that plays the Captain Marvel girl, she blames it on white males not being receptive to strong female characters or characters of color. Oh, now I really want to go see her movie. (laughs) Right. Um, I started paying attention to what my press days were like and critics reviewing movies, and it appeared to be overwhelmingly white male. So I spoke to Dr. Stacy Smith at the USC Inclusion Initiative, who put together to a, st- a study to confirm that I was right. <laughs> yeah. That oh, made, you're just making my arse tired, right. dear. That made, that made me uh, guaranteed to never watch one of your movies. I wish we had a little more time. I would like to unleash more of my trademark venom on that idea, but no time. Oh, we've got more on the way. If you miss a segment, get the podcast. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. 
Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Folks say, oh, they're just cleaning up this place because all those fancy leaders are coming into town. Um, That's true. Because it's true. That was an interesting thing to say. (laughs) I'm not sure that or... Hit us with clip 50, Michael. Then I'll finish my sentence. Anytime you put on an event, by definition, you know, you you have people over your house. You're going to clean up the house. Uh, You're going to make sure the kids make their beds. You know, take the socks. You know, let's put them in the drawer. The hamper. I'm not sure either one of those is a top 10 clip of the year, but I feel like they're of that quality. <laughs> that first one, I feel like he'd like to have back. He was he was workshopping that in his head. People say you drink too much. Well, you know, that's true. <laughs> because it's true. <laughs> Folks say, oh, they're just cleaning up this place because all those fancy leaders are coming into town. Um, that's true. Because it's true. So that first part, though, that's has struck me. He, he did that a couple of times. Is he workshopping again? Is he workshopping his kind of regular guy for when he runs for president someplace other than San Francisco? Because I've never heard him dropping his G's and doing that sort of thing. I've never heard him do that before. People say to him, fancy leaders are coming to town. I've never heard him talk like that. Uh, you read my mind. I was just going to say he is clearly working on his folksy. Gavin of Napa, the great silver spoon Gavin of Napa Valley, is working on his folksy for the presidential uh, run. You getting ready for when he'll be uh, campaigning in Iowa or the South or wherever? Them fancy people are coming over. What, what was that? I was sipping on some fancy Cabernet Sauvignon that was 450 bucks a bottle with some good old boys <laughs> from Napa Valley. Good old boys. Some good old boy venture capitalists from Silicon Valley. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, boy. Who rode in on their Gulfstream jets. I was just driving down to Silicon Valley to see some good old boys at <laughs> Venture Capital Firm. <laughs> Unbelievable. Good. Keep trying, Gavi. Oh, I do hope he runs. I really, really, really hope he runs, just for the comedy. Uh, so, speaking of fancy leaders coming to town, uh, that would be Xi Jinping, among others, for your APAC meeting. That did, yes? that did not work well for him. Go ahead. Fancy. Play it again, Michael. <laughs> Folks say, oh, they're just cleaning up this place because all those fancy leaders are coming into town. Um, that's true. Because it's true. Yeah, that just didn't work. <laughs> I'd say. Wow. Uh, anyway. You laugh. Uh, I laugh. <laughs> uh, this is so good. Just the opening from this piece by Peter Goodman, who's a, a global economics reporter for the New York Times. Uh, He writes, for more than a quarter century, the fortunes of the United States and China were fused in a uniquely monumental joint venture. That's a good line. Americans treated China like the mother of all outlet stores, purchasing staggering quantities of low-priced factory goods. Crap. Major brands. hmm? Crappy goods. Yeah, in large measure. Major brands exploited China as the ultimate means of cutting costs, manufacturing their products in a land where wages are low and unions are banned. 
Whoa, whoa, hey, hey, whoa, what, what? Yeah, hey, socialists, you get your socialist utopia? Unions are banned. Well, that's because they're not needed, because in a socialist system, everybody shares. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's go back to the first part of that uh, little paragraph. Why are American corporations offshoring all their manufacturing? Because wages are so low in the socialist utopia. Is anybody getting this? Have I spelled it out slowly enough for y'all? Holy crap, how do people keep coming back to socialism? Reading along, uh, reading on, as Chinese industry filled American homes with electronics and furniture, factory jobs lifted hundreds of millions of Chinese from poverty. China's leaders used the proceeds of the export juggernaut to buy trillions of dollars of U.S. government bonds, keeping America's borrowing costs low and allowing its spending bonanza to continue. What an incestuous, codependent unholy relationship this this is when you see it explained like that here were two countries separated by the pacific one shaped by freewheeling capitalism the other by an authoritarian communist party yet conjoined in an enterprise so consequential that the economic historian neil ferguson hero of ours coined a term chimerica shorthand for their symbiotic economic relationship then he points out the obvious. No one uses words like symbiotic today. There's a splitting apart, and it's going to be a lot more painful than people imagine mm. uh, is the point of his his analysis. And I think he's he's probably right. Uh, he, he mentions divorce is not a practical option. We're just too intertwined. So anybody who pitches like a complete divorce is just in fantasy land. But how but, but does that frenemy relationship evolve? Who knows? Well, right. But doesn't that, uh, the, the whole, well, divorce isn't an object, doesn't that, uh, this is, that's the problem with real divorce. Uh, there are two parties involved. So maybe we don't like the idea. The United States doesn't think it's an option. But China gets to do whatever they want. Yeah, but I think if they were to try to decouple, they would have a hundred, hundreds of millions of people plunged back into poverty, mm. depending on how well they could sell to the rest of the world. But as the U.S. goes, so goes the EU generally. So, and again, uh, unspooling that is the topic of, of books and lectures and things that are far too long for this segment of radio. But um, I wanted to throw this in as well. This is from the Wall Street Journal. Why she can no longer brag about the Chinese economy. Two years ago, Beijing was ascendant. Now as Biden and she, she prepare to meet, U.S. growth is humming while China struggles with a property slump, local government debts, and serious, serious economic uh, headwinds. The the, uh, the the story is that Biden's going to hammer she on um, fentanyl. We have any leverage on that? Well, that's one. That one's slippery. Stop sending I mean, fentanyl into our country. <sighs> Better had a care. Oh, that reminds me. Uh, he was talking. It was one of those. Uh, Side-by-side, side, two leaders uh, doing a very quick press availability and photo op. He was with the the guy from, was it Argentina or something? I, I can't remember. what It was a South American country. No, no, that's wrong. I think it was Indonesia. Um, but uh, that's funny. That guy was just beaming. He's just smiling. He obviously was really excited to be sitting there with the POTUS. But Biden unleashed a couple of utterly anodyne, you know, uh, ABC one, two, three. We're working to build the relationship for now and in the future. It is a friendship that must endure. 
and I noticed he was looking down every five min every five seconds at a little note card to remind him how to say the most obvious and and hackneyed of world leadery things, and it was disturbing. He needs notes to say this partnership is an important one for both countries. That's scary. Nate Silver, the pollster, says Joe Biden shouldn't run if he can't pull off campaigning like normal campaigning. Well, there's no way he can pull off normal campaigning. Charlie Cook just wrote a great piece about that. He he quotes, um, oh, I don't want to get it off too far on this tangent, but um, let's see, where is that? Okay. Uh he quotes Jonathan Martin in Politico, who authored a long feature titled, Here's How Biden Can Turn It Around. But in it, uh, Martin writes, it'll be an extraordinary election, demands extraordinary measures. That's in part for reasons Biden refuses to accept. His capacity to do the job goes into how old he is. He simply does not have the capacity to do it. And his staff doesn't trust him to even try, as they make clear by blocking him from the press. And uh, hiding in the Rose Garden, blah, blah, blah. That's Jonathan and, uh, Martin's writing? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. And and Charles Cook writes, uh, I must stop Martin right there. This is not extraordinary. It is disqualifying. If, as Martin proposes twice in the space of a single paragraph, Joe Biden lacks the, quote, capacity to do the job in a manner that allows him to, quote, govern and campaign in the manner of previous incumbents, then he cannot be president of the United States. That's been self-evident to me for some time. But uh, anyway, it's good to see people discussing it openly. Final note on China, uh, getting back to the headwinds in the economy. I thought this was striking in the Wall Street Journal. Uh, is that right? Yeah. As uh, Xi and Biden prepare to meet another at another Asia-Pacific summit, this time in San Francisco, Xi's phrase that... Um, Oh, what was it when he he, uh, he said China was ascendant and the West was collapsing um, is starting to look like hubris. China's economy is beset with multiple challenges from a deflating property bubble and unmanageable local government debts to slumping confidence and deflation. The U.S., meanwhile, is recording its strongest quarter in nearly two years while inflation subsides. China's gross domestic product, which was 75 percent the size of the U.S. is in 2021, 75 percent has slipped to 64 percent in the third quarter, roughly where it was in 2017. Good. Rough times for the commies. Take a suck of that, chai comms. Boo-hoo! Quick word from our friends at MyPillow. Speaking I've of got, commerce... I've got one of the dumber things that's happening in America. Excellent. Right after this. I do enjoy a nice hot shower as the fall descends upon the fruited plain. Then you want to towel off and get dry quick because you're cold. You want absorbent towels, and the My Towels actually work. They're soft, they're plush feeling, and they're absorbent. And now My Pillow is excited to announce two brand new lines of My Towels for you to try. I really feel like a towel that's not absorbent is a. I don't know what it is, but it ain't a towel. What makes these towels great is they're made with 100% long staple Sherpa cotton. This comb ring spun cotton is what makes these towels absorbent and softer than ever. And now you can get a six-piece set for an amazing industry sale price as low as $29.98 with the promo code GETTY. You can get the designer premium line if you're one of them fancy world leaders who's coming to San Francisco <laughs> for just $20 more. But no matter which set you decide on, this 50% in savings. These towels actually work. What a concept. To find this offer, go to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio Listener Special Square, and remember the promo code Getty. You can get that MyTowel six-piece towel set, 50% in savings. Holy cats. Again, the promo code is Getty. Go to MyPillow.com, look for that Radio Listener Special Square.
So I've talked about this before, but I didn't know there was an acronym. Is it an acronym? I guess it's not really an acronym. Does an acronym have to spell a word that you say? What's the word for the other thing? Yeah, I know what you're asking. I can never never remember. If you just have letters representing something, what's that called? Is that an acronym? Or just uh, initials? Anyway. I don't know. It's AFOL. Uh, Adult fans of Lego. (laughs) Lego isn't just for kids, says the New York Times. AFOL, adult fans of Lego, have built communities online to share hacks, storage, and resale tips. Uh, Lego is more geared toward adults now than it has ever been. If you haven't been into a Lego store, if you're in the mall and they got a Lego store there, uh, pop in there sometime and see it. The number of like Star Wars things that cost five to eight hundred dollars. Wow. Um, you want know, a big, you know, star? I don't know Star Wars, but big starship thingy. Um, that's like five hundred bucks or Luke Skywalker's whatever, and it's four hundred dollars. All these Legos, and they're geared for like you know, childless thirty-five-year-old dudes, I guess. <laughs> um, or or uh, the the friends coffee shop. That's a big one. That's like six hundred dollars or something like that. But the adult Lego craze, I find highly disturbing. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm I'm noodling it through. There's no it's way okay you're, to have a hobby, yeah. and there's no way you're contributing to society if you're sitting at home building $700 Lego sets. You're childless, alone in your apartment, playing video games, watching porn, and building Legos. I've got you pegged. You wow. Okay. Well, that is some harsh judgmentalism there, folks. An acronym, Jack, is a word or name consisting of parts of the full name's words. Uh, if you use it as a name, sometimes initialism or alphabetism is used to refer to acronyms formed by the string of initials, which are usually pronounced as individual letters, as in the FBI. Okay. So you have NASA, and that's an acronym, and the FBI is as well. Okay. But it's a different kind. Uh, actually, I have some breaking news on the hostages and their possible release there in Gaza. I can't imagine why Hamas is doing this. Maybe we'll noodle that through. Among other things on the way. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. 
Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. What, what is your current approval rating? One-tenth of one percent. Okay, that's pretty low. Uh, when was the last time you had a good approval rating? 245 years ago. Okay, all right. Well, well, all right. Well, Democrats are, are getting worried. Uh, what do you view as the biggest threat to your campaign? A short flight of stairs. <laughs> They're always tricky. Uh, I, I know you're trying to energize your supporters. What do you say to fire them up at your rallies? If you fall asleep while you're here, it's okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, heading into 2024, are you planning to stick with the same running mate? What was that woman's name? Kamala, Kamala Harris? Oh, yeah! Yeah. Uh, okay, last question. Your birthday is one week from today. What do you have to say about that? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Valerie. <laughs> Happy birthday, to you. Oh, happy birthday, sir. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> he was close. Oh, he was almost, close. Almost. Valid. Yeah, almost. Yeah, valid. I'd forgotten yeah. that, whoever he was singing that to, and he didn't know the name, obviously, and he just went, <laughs> which, we've, which we've all done a few times. Sure. They, they bring everybody in the conference room because it's somebody's birthday, and you've seen them around the office, but you don't really know who the name is. Happy birthday, dear. Probably Haley or Madison. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. <laughs> Valen. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, a couple of different things for you. Just came across this. This is in the New York Post. Um in a Washington, D.C. CVS, which is having a problems of a lot of blue cities where they're getting robbed blind. We discussed what robbed blind means yesterday's show. Um, they're getting robbed blind, and uh, so they can't have stuff on the shelf. So some places you lock them up, which we've talked about. They're locking up my toothpaste. In this case, they didn't lock them up. They have pictures of the items on the shelf. So they have a framed picture, framed for some reason, framed picture of toilet paper on the shelf to show you what toilet paper looks like. Then I guess you go find an employee and say, I would like some of what that stuff there. Isn't that hilarious? I miss civilization. It was so handy. Framed pictures of toilet paper on the shelves instead of the item because it would get stolen because of policy. Unbelievable. That is hilarious. You know, I don't. How much time do we have? This would be a perfect chance to play clip 61. 61, Michael. So far this year, there have been more than 6,700 thefts from auto offenses. In addition, there have been 863 carjackings. That's a 104% increase from the same time frame last year. Guns were used in 74% of the crimes. 66% of the 143 people arrested for carjackings were juveniles. 
That's in Washington, D.C. Carjackings, armed carjackings, more than doubling in a year over last year's incredibly horrific numbers because of George Soros-funded DAs and their policies. It's not difficult to figure out whether this stuff works or not. Right, and the city put out guidance for how you should drive through Washington, D.C., about how you lock your doors and leave however many car lengths behind the car in front of you when you had a stoplight so you can get away, and all these different things like you're, like you're a CIA agent in Islamabad right. or something. Like you're driving in wartime El Salvador, the nation's capital. Uh, we've got some good Israel-Hamas stuff we'll get to to kick off Hour 3, including some breaking information on getting hostages back. Uh, there's a big pro-Israeli get-together going on in Washington, D.C. right now where they're expecting 100,000 people to show up on the side of we support Israel as opposed to the we support Palestine slash Hamas that have been so popular. And uh, somebody tweeted this out with some pictures of the people with the flags marching in front of the uh, White House. And it says, notice any graffiti? No, because the graffitied the White House gates a couple weeks ago, the pro-Palestine mob. Uh, right. Notice any graffiti? No. Torn flags? No. Things on fire? No. Broken windows? No. Trash thrown around? No. People scared of them? No. Misspelled, misinformed signs? No. Oh, it ends with. Yeah, the main thing to me being people scared of them. And you could walk through that rally perfectly fine. You'd have no reason whatsoever to be afraid. That up with Palestine rally, you got to be very, very afraid of being beaten down if they decide you're on the wrong side of the message. Can you imagine a philosophy so idiotic that those who do evil are good and those who do good are evil just because of the power relationship? It's idiotic. Armstrong and Getty. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 